The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What in the fuck is happening, kind sir? Um, ready for April? Are you ready for April? Can you believe it's April already? I, I know, man. Like, the year's kind of flying by. It's kind of great. I, I'm enjoying it. You know, I heard somebody, I can't remember who it was. Yeah friend of mine oh i know i remember his name is caleb a few months ago he talked about how these theories he was reading that time is literally speeding up it's not it does so for adults yes it does get faster it does there is a camp of people within the scientific community even according to this that they think it's time is actually speeding up really that's what they say Huh. It does seem like it. And I, I don't know. That's probably what everybody says. Our yeah, age, maybe. And, I, and I, I always thought like I always thought it was super weird because I remember being uh, roughly eight or nine years of age. And I remember one day my grandmother telling me, well, like I was waiting for the bus is what was going on. And uh, grandma's like, well, the bus is going to be here in about 10 minutes. And I was like, man, like it took forever that 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I remember taking so goddamn long, and now it's like, what happened to the the last ten hours? You know what I mean? It's like Jesus, and I get it. Like we're busier. We we're, we're you know husbands, we're dads, we're whatever. We have family, we have work, all this shit. So I get it, but goddamn man, it's it's very odd how that works. I don't know. I don't know. So what's new? What's new with you? What's new? In the world of Koopsik. Huh? Um, by the time this comes out, I yeah. should have the Paracon website relaunched. Motherfucker. I redesigned <laughs> it. Uh, and, you know, everything is still functional right now. Yeah. Um, you just haven't switched it over yet. I haven't. Well, so, like you do when you do something like this, you try to buy domains that are close so that you have them and they go all direct to one yes um i have another i i I, i'm building one on one of those domains and then i'll redirect everything there away from where it's currently going it'll be all the same you know not most of the same stuff just new style um yeah yeah so but easier to use in my opinion and Cool. And much better for optics for potential sponsors if you're out there. What up, potential sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. This year's going to be crazy. I know it. Um, I'm I'm probably like obviously I'm going to be there, but I'm only going to be able to be there for one day this year. From what? the sound, from the sound of it, I'm only going to be able to be there for one day. 
You uh, are uh, go backing ahead. out everything. It, you know, it's probably a look. good thing for you, but <laughs> kind of sucks for everybody else. There yeah. was some upset people that you didn't make it last. Oh, weekend. I'm super sorry, but goddamn, that's what happens. <laughs> look, there's some shit going on. All right, that's all I can say. There's some shit going on. That's all I can say about it. But hopefully, hopefully. By the time this airs, I'll actually know definitively. And then we could do another episode and we could explain what the fuck is actually going on. And yeah, we'll go from there. So what else, my friend? How's how's work? Work sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's the uh, how's the fam? How's the fam? The wife my just wife celebrated is upset with you. Why? Because you didn't come to her birthday party. I did party. not come to her birthday party. And I do apologize. God damn it. Like, I did reach out to her on Facebook and I did wish her a happy birthday. Um, but yeah, I kind of fuck. I kind of screwed the pooch on that, didn't I? Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had nice shiny press pass for you. I saw that. Um, I they saw didn't that. give me yours, so you don't get it. Oh, um, you fuck. had to go get it yourself. You actually so, had to be it, there, huh? Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's all right. It's all right. Oh my god! So what was it like two weeks ago? We did uh, the Hauntacon thing in Omaha. Mm. That was fun. It was a good time. Um, I did not. Well, yeah, it, dude. It was such a whirlwind of a day. Um. I, I didn't even know if I was coming or going most of the time. Like, it was packed, busy, packed. They sold, like, over 800 tickets. You know what I mean? Like, just ridiculous, mm-hmm. ridiculous amount of people. Um, so that was cool. Um, but, yeah, you know, got to hang out with with some peeps and all that fun jazz. It was fun. Got to see some, some friendly faces. Um, made a couple new friends, you know, things like that. But, yeah. It was a pretty good day. Uh, we premiered a Brush with Evil three, which will be the final series or the final film of the series. Uh, really, absolutely done, done with it, done with a Brush with Evil. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm still going to do weird shit. It's just not going to be under the umbrella of a Brush with Evil because I mean, like, just the title alone starts to suggest something. That I don't necessarily want to be a part of. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, but honestly, almost everything we do in this field has the possibility of brushing with evil. Absolutely. But at the same time, I think I'll leave that, yeah, I'll just leave that part out of it. I'll just come up with catchy titles from this point on. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I still have an F load of experiments that I want to try, um, and I would love to try to document them as well i mean just i don't know me personally i think like getting back to some of like the old school methods um and like parapsychological research from like the fucking 50s 60s 70s all of this stuff i think we need to readdress that in the field honestly instead of just focusing on like the newest piece of paratechnology out there that has flashing lights and really cool noises and shit like that i don't give a fuck you know what i mean like i want I want to see, like, results. I want to, 
I don't know. I want to try different experiments, and hopefully that leads to other lines of thinking that would then lead to other experiments. And I don't, I don't know. That's what I want to do. I don't give a shit about the thousands of dollars that people can drop on, on the latest paratoy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuckers. I don't own any of those pair of toys. I can't afford those pair of toys. I just bought a new camera the other day. Jesus. God. Yeah. Man. Oh, my What'd God. What would you do with the old one? I sold one of my old ones to help pay for this new one. <laughs> Dude, it was nuts. So I put up this camera on Facebook. Uh, like, what do they call it? Marketplace or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I put it on there and literally had it sold within three minutes. Are you kidding me? Wow. Three minutes, man. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And so, yeah, um, I figured it was going to take you know the better part of a week or whatever. But I was like, okay, well, now I have the fundage or whatever, and I'm just going to go and purchase this camera. So, yeah, man, I got the I got a black magic camera. One of the best. One of the best that you can get. So hopefully that lasts me for another few years. <laughs> hopefully I don't drop it. How about that? Because that would suck a dick. Oh, my God, man. So, hey, I was thumbing through I was thumbing through Netflix, right? Um, God, I think this was yesterday. I was fucking around on Netflix. And I come across this thing, and it's called it's a, it's a documentary film, and it's called Extraordinary. And it's a story. It's a documentary on this guy named Stan Romanek. Now, we have talked about Stan Romanek before because he had some pretty fantastical-type uh, videos that were kind of making their rounds um, one of them, if you remember, and I'm sure you guys, I'm sure you guys have seen this too. It's like it almost looks like he's uh, being shot in his bedroom, uh, but th- he's pointing it at the window. He's pointing the camera at the window, and you see like a couple flashes of light, right? And then you see like an alien head pop up from the bottom up, and it like looks around and then disappears. And then it pokes its head up again and then zips down again. Like, I don't know. It looks like a very stereotypical gray alien. But at the same time, it also looks like like a mask. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it, it, it does. Does, it doesn't look real. And I know we've talked about that clip on the show. But I was like, <clears throat> at first I was like, who is this guy? Because I didn't realize it was the same person. You know, I didn't realize that. So... You start to watch. We talked this. about him a couple times. We talked about I, this, and we also talked about the fact that he um, is into child porn. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I was going to get into that. Yeah. So like going through this, I mean, at first I was like, "Oh wow, that's cool," because he starts to describe an experience that he has, right? And it's he. For whatever reason, he you know he has security cameras on the outside of his house, and you see something like light up the side of his house, and he was uh, describing this or whatever, and then you you see him filming the next day. He goes out and he's 
filming the side of his house, basically. And it looks like it was almost charred uh, in a way. Just that side of the house. Now, what's interesting then is a road crew shows up. Or not a road crew, excuse me. A construction crew shows up, and they start to reside his house. Now, he didn't call this company or whatever. In fact, he then... Uh, supposedly he reaches out to his landlord and the landlord hadn't even contacted this company. So then he starts to look into the company because these guys that are working on his house aren't even speaking to him. He's asking them questions and things of that nature and they're not responding at all. And so then he looks into the company and the company doesn't even exist. Um, so I thought that was pretty crazy, right? But then you get into you get into the weird pieces of what I can only say is fake as fuck. So alien I was just footage, looking right? at his Wikipedia page. Have you that's what at I. It? That's what. Okay, so I just I just pulled that up, or whatever. There's a part of it where they talk about how he admitted to faking stuff. Where's that? In an interview. It's under uh, um, controversies. What a jackass. Oh, okay. So it's where it says that, boo it's video? It's not the alien videos. He's oh, no. It's uh, admitted it's something, faking. It's something else, that, like Indeed. paranormal activity, right. you know, stuff moving around. So it does say, it, yeah, in a, 2015, in a 2015 video interview on the Peter Maxwell Slattery show, Romanek said he faked the strange movement of objects that occurred during a 2014 interview on the same show. Romanek initially denied he had faked evidence and later then, you know, apologized, alleging a government conspiracy coerced him into confessing <laughs> and incriminating himself. Now, here's what it's it's fucked up, man, because he always seems to to fall back on something. Right. So uh, if you look up there on the Wikipedia page as well, it says something about a missing implant, because in 2009 on ABC primetime, Romanek said that he had a physical evidence of his abduction experience by way of an alien implant in his leg, which is also something interesting that we've talked about on this show before, the different implantations and things like that and how the metal is not of this planet. Now, when a medical test then for the implant was requested, Romanek just said, oh, no, it disappeared. Fuck me, it's gone. Like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. If you have something like that, in your possession, something like that that has been taken out of your body that you have no idea how it got there, you're probably going to hold on to that shit. Now, did you, you haven't seen this documentary at all, have you, my friend? I haven't. I'm telling you what, it's fucking painful like, to watch. It really is. It's painful. But at the same time, I think it's worth, I think it's worth your gander. You need to you need to give this a look. And for those of you that have Netflix and all that stuff, fucking pull it up. It's called Extraordinary. Uh, check it out. It's ludicrous, honestly. Um, now, I will say this. Like, the first 20 minutes, you kind of believe it. Like, it's done in a way where you're like, oh, I kind of believe it. But then you start to see the evidence. And then they start to bring in the people. Like, Stan himself, Stan's wife. Um like guys, let me just go on this. I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna here we go. February thirteenth of two thousand fourteen. This gets into the uh child porn aspect of the story, which is you know, conveniently not a part of that documentary. <laughs> but, um Romanek is arrested. 
after then, you know, turning himself in at the Laramere uh, County Jail on charges of possessing and distributing child pornography. The outcome of an eight-month-long investigation launched by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. More than 300 images as well as video files depicting child porn were found on Romanex computers. I mean, that's fucked up. But after appearing... Uh, at the courthouse, Romanak was released on a $20,000 personal recognizance bond. In March of 2016, Romanak pleaded not guilty to both charges after refusing a plea deal from the 8th Judicial DA's office, which, Jesus, man. August 8, 2017, Romanak found guilty. Felony possession, child porn but not guilty of distrib- uh, distribution. Uh, but anyway, like, I mean, the dude's in jail, okay, for child so porn. The thing about it is, so he claims in there that the, not in, well, he does, he claims that the government planted that on his computer he to, does. Um, he does, yes. to sully his name. But how easy um, is that? No, the government did it. It's it's too easy because. Too easy. We know, I and mean, we've talked about it, you know, a lot. Um, you you follow, dude? Did I? I just, just lost. Don't. There you are. Okay, dude, you you're cutting out. Fuck me, man. So, guys, here's what here's what's going on. I and I'm sure Koopsik's still talking, <laughs> but like, at the same time. Look, we had a fuckload of flooding in this area. And it's basically one of the reasons why, you know, we weren't able to do the show, anything like that. Um, because, like, my internet went completely out um, for, a, it was a long time. But regardless... Uh, I'm going to try to call him back real quick just to see if we can get him. God, it says no internet connection. This is fucking stupid. Oh, my God. This is so fucking stupid. Okay, now it's connecting to the internet yet again. Oh, my Lord. Anyway, like I I had my uh, internet service provider or whatever. They reached out. They reached out and they were like, um, look. Not a lot we can actually do about this because one of our stations or whatever is quite literally it's underwater. Um, so it's it just it just is what it is, I guess, at this point. So let's see if we can get Koopsik back here. Damn it! <laughs> oh my god! It says your connection is too weak. God, this is fucking stupid. Absolutely fucking stupid. I do apologize, guys. And he's trying to call, and it's not, it's only coming through on my phone. It's just bullshit. All right, we're going to give this another shot here. Hopefully, this works a little better, guys. Connecting. Connecting. Oh, the problem is he's trying to call me at the same time. God damn it. This is just ridiculous. Production value. God in heaven. 
So I think what needs to happen is just Koopsik needs to just move here. I think. I think that'd probably be easier. Okay. So I've done that. I've done that. Now I'm calling him. It says connecting. Hey, that's promising. Promising. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey. We got silenced. Yeah, we got silenced. Uh, it was the government. Yeah. No, I think it was the floodwaters. Um, <clears throat> God. Just ridiculous. Um, so anyway, we were talking about... Yeah, I don't know where I got cut off. Well, Basically, I don't... I was saying that um, the ufologists don't need the government to make them right. seem crazy to the outside world. Right, exactly. And I think the government is well aware of that. Even um, the regular normal ones like us. Um, oh, please. Aren't, we aren't convincing anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Oh, my gosh. So <clears throat> I I pulled up this little article or whatever, and I'm trying to think. It says, why is Netflix streaming a documentary on Stan Romanek, a man convicted of child pornography charges? So... I was reading through the article, which was really well done. But anyway, in in one of the, the paragraphs here, it says this. The doc only got more boneheaded from there. See, Stan believes, because the aliens told him so, that he is a man called Starseed, who is the father of nine alien-human hybrid children, which he then sired with a fellow abductee named Victoria. Now, side note here, Stan is actually married and quote-unquote found Victoria on Earth, uh, presumably after the nine children were conceived and birthed in space, and somehow managed to convince his, his wife that having a relationship that made his wife very uncomfortable, by the way, was not only acceptable, but it was essential. So now, he's got He's got a side piece is basically what it is. Now, it only gets weirder from there, right? Because this is a very tough pill to swallow. So then Stan starts to receive these phone calls. And in the documentary, you you hear these phone calls. But these phone calls are from a British-sounding woman who, in reality, sounds like a, a cheap voice-to-text automated robot. Just throwing that out there. Stan conveniently tapes these conversations telling him about how he's important and letting him know about his real name, which is Starseed. And it says it gets even dumber than when one of his alien daughters supposedly starts calling him. And at one point she allegedly brings him flowers at an event where Stan is speaking and they catch the image of her on tape, which it shows this girl with very odd looking eyes. That's it. That's it. So I I don't know. It it just seems super fucked up to me. Again, though, guys, like it's it's worth the watch. You have to watch it, um, and you can giggle giggle along with us. But man, the dude's pretty fucked. Uh, but he's got thousands of people that believe him. How does this happen, Koopsik? People are idiots. Hey! (laughs) 
thousands of people. Even after, dude, even after like the child porn thing comes around, it's like still thousands of people are like, yes. Like, I totally believe this man. He's being framed. He's being silenced by the government. Are you fucking kidding me? This guy's got child porn. He's got a side bitch that he fucking, like, somehow makes up this fantastical story to basically appease his actual wife. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Who's buying this shit? Well, apparently his wife bought it. But it's like, man. Let me let me ask you this, Koopsik. How would your wife take it? Similar situation. How would your wife take it? Mm-hmm. She, I wouldn't have a wife anymore. She, exactly. She would gut probably a, wouldn't she would, be around anymore She either. would gut a bitch. That's what would happen, right? <laughs> and, and rightfully so. My Lord. Absolutely ridiculous. <sighs> I don't know. Guys, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. <sighs> so what else is going on in the world of weird, my friend? Do you know there anything? was something I was going to ask you. Boxers. About. That's the that's the answer. No, Boxers. No. You you got to come up with a new response to that. What I think people want to know. <laughs> people want. Yeah, but inquiring people already know because inquiring you give that out. All Nobody the time. listens to this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was about a rush with evil three. Oh yeah. I don't remember. Was don't it about like the was, was it about like the premise of it or um Yeah, maybe how is it different from the other the other two? Well, where did you take this one? I guess I really don't know much about it. Um so basically sell me on watching it. Well, okay. I'm just going to tell you like a brief kind of I don't know. I'll I'll get into it a little bit. So like me being at Malvern Manor as often as I am, which is fucking daily, right? Um, I start to notice weird trends and patterns and things like that. And I I know some groups come into the manor and they have some of the most profound type experiences ever, right? And I know other groups that have been in the manor and they have got absolutely nothing. Nothing happened to them. Now, things happen to me while I'm there all the time. It doesn't matter what time of day or what have you. Now, I will say this, like, like for an example, like in the movie, I make the, uh, I make the, I, I, I tell the story, like my wife and I will go grocery shopping, right? And we'll walk up and down the aisles and everything is fine. We get our groceries and we go home. If I walk into the exact same store with my group of people, peeps or whatever shit's literally flying off the shelves in front of us and behind us lights are flickering on above us i mean it doesn't make a lot of sense why is it so then i start to ask myself what is it about group dynamic that could potentially elicit more paranormal activity right so i took this group of dudes and i split us in half So I took half of the team 
And half of them are going to investigate site A, and the other half is going to investigate site B simultaneously. Um, in tandem type investigations, right? Um, there's 150 miles <clears throat> in between these two locations. And ultimately, like the first hour of the experiment, because it's only three hours long, the experiment itself only lasted the course of three hours. So hour number one was both teams just investigating their respective locations with no agenda. That's it. There is no mention of the other team. There is no mention of the other location whatsoever at all. And you just see what happens with that. Then hour one, or excuse me, hour number two then was an isolation session. So the site where I was with my little group was in Atchison, Kansas at the Sally House. That's where I chose to go. The other half was in Malvern Manor because it's easy. <laughs> I've got the keys to the place, right? But um, So the second hour of the investigation was an isolation session in the basement of the Sally House where then the group in Malvern was going to be trying to elicit a response in, uh, in Atchison specifically surrounding me. And then hour three was an isolation session for our good buddy Johnny Hauser in the attic of Malvern Manor, where then we in Atchison were trying to elicit a response and things to happen to him specifically. What was fascinating about the experiment is it fucking worked. Like, direct responses. Um... There is more, <clears throat> excuse me, there is more evidence or quote unquote evidence or whatever in this film than the other two films combined. It's pretty busy. I will say that um, we did a split screen view of everything with a running timer to tell you exactly um, the time stamp of the day and all that stuff. We also had um, our good buddy Mike Nichols uh, from Kansas City there. Uh, running an REG, uh, random event generator, and documenting that. What was interesting is uh, there were only three hits on the REG. Each time, though, it did signify uh, something, because uh, he always says you give it about a three-minute window. You have an REG hit, and if there's something before or after that in like a three-minute window, you might have something paranormal. It was quite interesting uh, to see that. So... Kudos to him for having a brain. But, yeah, it was pretty cool. So there was no communication between either group uh, at either location. The only one person that we dedicated as our sound guy is my friend Paul, Paul Kosis, um, and he's from the Omaha area. <clears throat> so what Paul did was he fashioned up a way to listen to both locations simultaneously, what was going on real time at each location, um, so he had basically the audio from Malvern in his left ear and the, and the audio from the Sally House in his right ear. Uh, so he was the only conduit between both locations um, and the only one because there was you know zero communication between anybody. Um, so he was the only one that actually knew if anything significant was going on. And by the end of the night, uh, when we FaceTimed each other and all that stuff, like his mind was fucking blown. He was so excited and I had no idea why. But it was 
pretty fantastic stuff that happened. So yeah. So like in a nutshell, that's that's what a brush with evil is all about. Awesome. Did, did I hear? Okay, I'm like, fuck. Did I lose you again, man? No, I'm, no, like, no, I'm no, just no, sitting no. here talking right. to myself. It's fine. <laughs> when will it be available for people to see? They can see it now. That's... If they oh, want, it is online. So yeah. So we tour it. No. Um, what we did was we premiered it at Hauntacon. That was the only. That was the only time that I wanted to screen it. Um, and then it was quite interesting, too, because 98% of the people involved with the film had no fucking idea. That was the first time they saw it was when we premiered it at Hauntacon. And I, I was fucking with their heads the entire time. You know what I mean? It's like that's just kind of my game. Um, but, yeah, so that was the first time they were actually able to see it in motion. Um I mean, this took like six months just for the edit, you know, which is something very new to me because it doesn't take me that long to do things like that. Uh, But with the split screen view and all of the audio evidence, which is so ridiculous, um, it it took a, a while. It took some TLC. But now it is available. It is only at this point in time, it is only available on VidiSpace, V-I-D-I dot space. Is the only place you can find it right now. I will say there is some little, there's some chatter that uh, sooner rather than later, a brush with evil one, two, and three will all be available on Amazon Prime. Nice. It should be good, hopefully. So we'll see. We'll see how long it takes because sometimes they're right on the ball, and sometimes Amazon likes to drag their feet. So we shall see. Holy hell! What else we got? Let's take a break and then we'll no. okay. talk about some, <laughs> some uh, fun news. Sounds good. All right, come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. 
MidiSpace is the home of anything you want from films, music, and original shows ranging from all different topics of true crime, the paranormal, conspiracy, and so much more. You have to see it to believe it. Created by Elizabeth Saint and Nick Groff, VidiSpace is truly the future of entertainment. Join now for 15 days free and only $9.99 per month after that. Go to vidi.space. It's another world. Everyone come to our world. I don't know if you want to come into our world, but it's pretty crazy. All right, peeps. Welcome back. (sighs) Quick little break. Quick little break. All right. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Get some shit. Hmm. Where do you always get your uh, your para news, my friend? Where's the best place for you to go? Mm, I don't have my tablet with me at the moment. Oh, where I, I get see. Most of the stuff. Um, Apparently, there was more UFO footage from the International Space Station. I don't buy it, so I'm not if I can do it. <laughs> Flat earthers plan trip around Antarctica to prove you know what. Buddy, God. Oh, fuck. Okay, so that was another documentary I watched. (laughs) You did watch that Oh, my God, I finally did, yes. I've seen it on there for months. I never Uh, clicked on that. Oh, you haven't watched it? Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... Did they prove that the earth was flat? No. Buddy, no. They don't. They don't prove it. They don't fucking prove it. If I could see something definitive other than fucking shitty science, then I might buy into it. But as of this point, man, it's shit science. That's what it is. It's ugh, horrible. Horrible shit. That's what it is. Here's what a spacecraft orbiting Uranus could could learn. Okay. No. I'm not even clicking on that. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Come on. Tool releases a new album. Yes, and I will be seeing them play that album next month. Well, some of that album. I'm you sure. fucking dick. Are they I'm gonna going be for in, my birthday. They're going to KC? Yeah. Uh, oh. The week of my birthday, and I have tickets. Oh. And I don't, I don't think that they ever have anybody open for them. No, uh, I don't it's think. It's going to be yeah. two to however long, two hours plus of tool. <sighs> it says, listen to his message at 529. I'm going to pull this up here real quick. It just says, sounds of night crickets. That's all it says. Is this from the album? I don't know. Because he put stuff like there in. The, yeah, but this is like 37 minutes long. All right, here. It's supposed to be coming up here. No. <laughs> it's nothing. There's so nothing in there. You, yeah. Did you click on that? I mean, this is literally just crickets. It's just 37 minutes of crickets. That's all does it, it say, says. What does it say it is? What does the say it is? It literally okay. Sounds of night crickets. That's what that says. Yeah, but <laughs> that's did, it, man. That's it. Did he release it? Uh, I don't. I don't know where this originally came from. I have no, no, no idea. I'm lost. Is this about Tool? That's what it says. Yeah, like this. It says Tool releases new album. Dot dot dot. 
Sounds of night crickets. Oh. That's all. That's what it says. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty par for the course. You know? God. Yeah, I have tickets to that, and I bought my wife tickets to Slipknot for the summer. What up? Dude, Slipknot, that's just good stuff. That's good stuff. I've seen them a couple times. Let's well, see. they're from Iowa. They Actually, are indeed. So, uh, JD, the guy that I'm friends with that got me into Comic-Con and the Masonic Lodges, he yes. grew up with some of them. Oh, like, God. Went to school with them and stuff, and they're... According to him, they're all dicks. Yeah, that's Which what I hear. Any rock star mindset. <laughs> is. Just a bunch of dicks. Oh my god! What the fuck? Let's see. Let's find a UFO story. Yeah, strange lights in the sky in Venezuela. A UFO apparently landing in this video. How about that? How about well, that? Well, people can't see it. That's why I'm not playing it. Oh. Rush, I did see this in other locations. Russian spy plane conducts surveillance flight over Area 51. Ooh. A high-tech surveillance aircraft was recently seen flying over Area 51. Um... On March 28, 2019, Russia flew several... Topolov Tu-154M aircraft over many of America's most sensitive military installations in the deserts of Nevada and California. They're showing a photo of this plane. It just looks like a regular passenger jet. Huh. Uh, It says the Tu-154 was designed in the 1960s by the Soviet Union. It's still used today for passenger flights, cosmonaut training, and can be fitted with state-of-the-art electronic for optical surveillance equipment or optical surveillance equipment. Um, According to radar data tracked by Flight Radar 24 and reported by The Drive, the TU-154M left Traverse... Travis Air Force Base near San Francisco before flying over Edwards Air Force Base, Fort Irwin. So it took off from one of our own Air Force bases, but they're yeah. saying it's a Russian plane? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. My kid's just fucking screaming right now. Do it says, while it's unnerving to think about Russian spy planes flying over America's most sensitive research facility, it turns out that the flight was a completely routine part of the Open Skies Treaty, an agreement between the U.S. and Russia and 32 other nations which allows each state to conduct short-noticed, unarmed reconnaissance flights okay. over the others. Okay. So that's, so that's even more proof that there's nothing actually at Area 51 worth a damn. Right. Um, or it's deep underground and they don't have to worry about those kind well, of flights. Yeah, probably, potentially. My God! So we, so I guess we routinely send planes over, and they they let us fly over there. That's why. So that's why. God um, damn. Um, so it, the le- the rest of the list was all these air force bases and whatnot. I doubt they're flying over any like 
quote unquote black sites that nobody knows about. Right. Other probably. than the government and the Russians and <laughs> the Russians probably know about it, but they're probably not flying over those sites or they'll get shot down. Yeah. Good lord, man. It's just crazy. I just don't understand it. I don't know. There's this what the fuck is this? Apparently, there a fisherman finds a giant shark with its head bitten off by an even larger creature. <laughs> well, there are. Other... I'm never going into the ocean ever again. Just never. Like I read this stuff and I'm like, I don't even want to click on it because it's goddamn terrifying. Oh, Lord. Do you have to go quiet your kid? Yes, that would be great. I don't know where my wife is, but yeah, that would be great. I'll be right back. So make sure that it's not dying. No, he's fine. <laughs> I'll okay. be right back. Okay. So apparently we're just going to do the rest of the show with this baby on my in my arms. <laughs> Did your wife just run off? No, I have no idea where she's at. <clears throat> where was the baby? In his crib, which is in the adjoining room. Oh. So she's just let you Flaking off. Yeah, she's flaked off. Oh. I have no fucking idea. I have another <laughs> Russian story. <laughs> Damn dirty Russian. <laughs> A Terrible. Russian drone hunts other drones with a shotgun. Dude, I saw something like this. <clears throat> so the terrifying 50-pound drone is controlled by a visor-wearing operator. Ooh. And it isn't an Ugh. April Fool's joke. Okay. This is a not. A Russian defense contractor has patented a drone that uses a shotgun to blast other drones out of the sky. Wow. Uh, it has a 40-minute range, and it's packing a fully automa- automatic VEPR-12 shotgun with a 10-round magazine. Good God. Okay. So, um, so it's, it's uh, the first thing I'm thinking is some rednecks are going to get a hold of this and go hunting. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's they could just do it from home, right? They drone just, defense is going to yeah. be used for fun. Yeah. Like, they could just go hunting like and not have to be cold. And wet and miserable. Yeah. I think it's perfect. Would you do that? Would you just go hunting from your from your it's, couch? I don't know if I'd go hunting, but I'd go shoot stuff. Just shoot whatever? Whatever you, know, you wanted? Signs and people's um, <laughs> I mean, uh, people's <laughs> satellite dishes and stuff on their roof. Dude, that'd be insane. That would be so crazy. Did you um <clears throat> did you potentially see this thing that Amazon put out? I don't know if this is real or not, but it was like an Amazon blimp. Did you see this? No, I didn't. So the blimp, it's flying over what appears to be some kind of a bay or whatever. And then it kind of opens its bottom hatches or what have you like this hatch opens on the bottom and all these little drones carrying packages fly out of it like they're going to is this real i don't know what it it looked like it was probably animated but yeah exactly like i think this is what ultimately they would like to do i don't know man it's just crazy fucking crazy but it I could totally see this being a reality also in the next five years, ten years, you know? What do you think the um, the legal ramifications of uh, 
taking a drone out of the sky when it's delivering something to you. Yeah. See, I don't even know. Like, there's going to be a lot of freaked out people, I'm sure, isn't there? What's going to happen if said drone fucks up? Hits something. Right. Or falls out. Like a power line or something? Yeah. Exactly. Nowadays, like, so if a plane falls out of the sky, it's pretty bad, right? Um, Yeah. And airlines are typically responsible of, in some way, you know, right, uh, right, some manner, um, or whatever caused it, like a, a part or or whatever the company. There are a lot of planes in the sky, yes, but if we start having companies like this with millions, <laughs> it's going to take millions of drones flying around to deliver these packages. There's going to be a lot more falling out of the sky. Dude, it, I think more often than not, like, I don't see this going well at all. You know what I mean? I don't see it. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's just too many things that could go wrong. Like, for an example, um, people freaking out and being like, what the hell is all of this, you know, uh, and blasting them out of the sky. I could see that easily happening. I could see malfunctions uh, i could see people hacking into these drones and like just flying them and dumping them in the water or something like that crashing them into the sides of buildings or what have you i could see all of that happening as well like people can hack into cars for christ's sake you know what's going to stop them from just hacking into a drone you know i think they're trying i think amazon or what have you is basically trying to just eliminate like the walmarts of the world Ultimately, I think that's their goal. So you just get probably just merge. You think so? Something will happen. I don't think. Yeah. Walmart will just collapse. It'll be bought or it'll be bought out. Walmart will buy. Yeah, that could be fun. That could be a fun thing. Who's going to buy who first? (laughs) My God. Let's see it here. Won't be quick, it wouldn't be that quick in some parts <clears throat> of even the United States. I mean, yeah. I wonder. I just, I'm trying to picture the network that has to be created to have these drones delivered. Dude, I don't even know. Or delivering stuff. Now, did you you said that the uh, Going back to like the flat earth people, you said they were going to Antarctica. Is that correct? A cruise around oh. Antarctica. Well, what the fuck's that going to prove? Whatever. That, what is that well, going to prove? So what they'll do is they want to cruise around it. Whereas if it is the way the government sa- or the man says it is. Right, right, right. It won't. It, it'll take a set amount of time. But if it's actually a ring around the flat earth. It'll take this amount of time. Yeah. So since they're not allowed to travel inward into Antarctica, they're going to go around it and calculate how long it took them and how (laughs) big that makes it. Oh, God. I can't wait to see the gorilla math on that. Now, it does say here that um, new pictures of Antarctica without its ice confirms... That this continent is, in fact, the famous Atlantis. What say you? <laughs> it's, 
it's a possibility, but Dude. so the Atlantis, Atlantis, at least in lore and yeah. mythology, sunk S- below the seas. Correct. Correct. It didn't get covered with ice. No. Now it says um, two French researchers here have managed to obtain images of the Antarctic without its ice, thanks to the radar and seismic surveys of the bedrock of the Antarctic. Uh, so far, that makes sense to me. Now. Shown for the first time, these images confirm that the geographical coordinates transmitted by the plane of the Pyramid of Cheops, I have no what the fuck that is, indicate the exact location. I think it's that pyramid that yeah, you know, okay, okay. Aldrin. Gotcha. And it's so, in a lot of these pictures these days, which it does look like a pyramid. Yeah. But it says it indicates the, the exact location of the most important cities of Atlantis. Huh. So don't get me wrong. I'll be I damned. fully believe that there could possibly be something there underneath the ice. There's something's going on. Before the ice covered it, there could have been a civilization there. There could have been a more advanced civilization. It could be, you know, what we call Atlantis. But I, right. the, then the folklore would be incorrect. It would be wrong. It would be a it, lost civilization that was true. more advanced. But it wouldn't have been destroyed the way that the that, tales say. Right. I don't know. No, I've, I've always been fascinated about there. Right. Oh, hardcore. I've always just been fascinated about the idea of Atlantis. Right. Have you done much reading up on all that fun stuff? A little bit. I need to do more. I need to do more. That's for sure. Oh, my goodness. Just crazy, dude. Just freaking crazy. I love this stuff, but there's not a lot. There's not a lot, like, really going on or whatever. Unless I mean, it's all political bullshit that I'm reading here, you know? And I hate it. It's driving me nuts. You follow politics? Not anymore. God, I'm fucking done with it, too, man. Just fucking done with it. Oh. Yeah, this is all political. This is all politically driven shit, and I just don't want to touch it. Alien caught on camera. Say what, motherfucker? Alien, like Lincoln's over here crying because he sees the alien. I feel you, bro. I feel you. You're gonna scar him. <laughs> well, I'm not playing the video. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh my goodness. He's like just pissed. All right, so let's let's do this. Let's wrap up the show or whatever, because apparently I'm gonna have to just address this child now <laughs> because my my wife is MIA. I have no idea where the fuck she's at. Well, you have other kids. Are they all right? Yeah, they're in bed where they're supposed oh. to be. <laughs> That's why we always do the show at eight thirty. You and I, when we record, it's eight thirty because the 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 kids are in bed. You know, so, all right. So what's our, uh, what's our phone number, pal? It's 913-730-7255. Super And badass. let me see if I do have, I might have something on there. Let me see here. Did you listen to the beginning of the episode that I put out last week? I did. It was great. You you heard the the recordings. 
Yeah, I heard the recordings. Okay. Yeah. It was good stuff. We did get a we did get a text on March twenty second about a cruise about flat earth too. Also, it's the same one <laughs> about a flat earth cruise. We got a text. I'm not sure who it's from. I don't know if I want to take that cruise. <laughs> Lincoln definitely doesn't want to take that cruise. And Jesus, we've had a couple missed calls. But they didn't leave messages. Oh, losers. What the fuck are you doing? Come on, guys. <laughs> Kubzik's not going to answer. Come on. <laughs> oh. uh, Do you I have mean, a special like ringtone set up for that or what? Like, How does that work? Uh, no, I have it off. It doesn't actually ring. Oh, okay. It just pops up when it's missed. I um, see. But, you know, maybe sometimes I could just randomly... Yeah, be like, hey. it up, which I've talked about doing before. And just like tweeting but out there like, hey, I don't even answer my real phone. <laughs> I just let it go to voicemail. So leave a message. Yeah, leave a message. That'd be great. All right. Anything else for the good peeps? Uh, go to podbros.com. Um, like I mentioned in the last episode, John is looking into traveling to Kansas City. He'll be longer than you. Longer here than here longer yeah. than you will this year. Right, right. Um so yeah, you'll get to meet them if you come to Kansas City Paracon. I did do the panels with the language of bromance this weekend. Actually yeah. I wasn't on the panel that they were on. I just organized it because I knew that I didn't know enough about uh comic books to be on that particular oh, panel. Oh yeah, I'd be I'd been fucked um, on that. So, yeah, um, go to podbros.com, check them out, say hi to our network, and tell them we're doing a good job. Say, what up, podbros? What up, podbros? All right. Well, peeps, we're going to let you go, and we will be talking to you very, very soon. Peace out.